What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> what? How'd I do? Not good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome everybody. To love life and all things weird with your insane hosts, <laughs> Megan and Suzanne. I don't even know what's going on with you, but there is all kinds of <laughs> all this stuff happening. <laughs> I don't even know. <sighs> let's just let's just say we're not professional. We're not professional radio hosts. Mm-hmm. We don't not even professional. Play one on- we we don't even play one on the TV. We don't even know people. We're just here, real raw, and you know, making it happen every Wednesday. <laughs> so, so we're talking magic today. My yeah, so, topic right now yeah. in the whole universe. Yeah, guess who chose the topic? I'll give you one guess, everybody. Who chose the topic of magic? When she she texted me, was like, I think we should talk about magic. I was like, really? That is such a shock, Megan. Like, I mean, I think... I think we probably have like 10 shows that we've talked about magic already. I'm like, you know, but they were a few minutes ago. They were probably like, you know, eight weeks ago before our eight week blow some shit up series, which, you know, after doing that series, I think we're all a little worn out from blowing some shit up. (laughs) Well, why do you think I brought the magic back? I know. Today's show is Return to Magic. So I'm thinking, okay, we blew some stuff up. We forgot about the magic part, <laughs> and it was a little bumpy. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it was a little bumpy. I, and, go ahead. No, I I would say. I mean, I was telling you this morning because we were t- we had like five minutes to talk about this show. Um, and I was saying, I'm not. I for the last two months, I really haven't felt very magical. Not really at all. Like we've been deconstructing and like we're selling our house and, you know, we're changing up our relationship and I have all this stuff going on. We have a lot of stuff going on in our world and with our bodies and me with my kids. And like there's a lot that's being um, really like blown up to reconstruct in a better way. So uh, but we're still in the process of it. So. Um, it does not feel magical, um, and I guess we just, for me at least, I forgot that magic could really help this situation and all of this, you know. I forgot that I could actually bring in those energies. I just got caught up in the intensity 
And how many of us do that? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, you know, real life is about getting through. It's about dealing with your problems. It's about finding solutions. You know, it's about, you know, it's about all that, right? So, and then we forget that actually, wow, there's this incredible energy in the universe called magic that would um, ease and facilitate and create so much more if we were to utilize that. I mean, you know, what you focus on expands. So, um, so yeah, I, I even though when you said let's talk about magic, I kind of rolled my eyes a tiny bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, um, t- uh, tiny is relative, but carry on. <laughs> I was like, okay, and we're back. But it's actually such a really good reminder for me. And when I was um, I was in California this last weekend, and I was um, going down the pier in San Francisco, um, having like a day, just like a organic slow <laughs> day, um, and it was so incredible because nature has so much magic for us. There was this moment where I caught um, on video um, two monarch butterflies playing with each other. Um, they were like they were flying and they they actually almost like hit into these two guys that were walking by. Um, but they were like they were dancing in the wind and it was such an incredible magical moment that I actually caught on video. I was so delighted. I just started, I just kind of um, burst out laughing in, in delight, you know, and that felt super magical. And I think, you know, that was such a good reminder for me of just that there's magic everywhere. Um, and how can you see it and how can you bring it into your world every day and how can you, um, expand it and make that the thing that you're um, that you know that you're looking for instead of kind of just solving all of your problems, which is basically what I've been trying to do for the last two months. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's um, to me like magic is the ultimate life hack, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and by the way, just for the record, darling. We've only done four shows on magic, and it was before Unveil Your Magic uh, in last, it was in like August. So it's been... Whatever, like, whatever. I looked through the archives when I got the, I looked through the archives when I got the eye roll. And no matter what, it's time to return to magic. Okay, <laughs> can we both agree on that? If we can't agree on how many shows we've done on magic. Okay, well, maybe it's just because we did magic school for six months. We did unveil your magic. Um, we did live your magic. Um, you're doing live your magic in Dallas. So, you know, basically for the nine months, nine, at least nine months on a weekly basis, there's been a shit ton of magic talk. So I guess maybe it just hasn't um, shown up on the radio, right? Right. <laughs> so... Right. That's cool. That's cool. But I do obsess people. Huh? I've been a little obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that I love it, though. This is a topic that um, you have kind of connected with and are inspired by on the daily, you know, which is something that's really unusual for you because usually you really love something and then move on to something else and then love something and then move on to something else. So you're having like a nine-month love affair with magic. 
And how mm-hmm. cool is that? Like, it's a, it's a first, I think. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I've never taught the same workshop twice, ever, I know. in my 22 years. And so, like, this Live Your Magic event that's, like, there's being cities added on the daily right now. I'm going to be in Seattle. I'm going to be in Toronto. We're going to be in Dallas. We're going to be in Edmonton, um, Bolivia. Like, I'm just, like, so thrilled because a long time ago, my mentor, Gay Hendricks, asked this question, and it's this question has stayed with me. He was so good at asking questions to just kind of roll around inside of you for years, not even just like, you know, 10 seconds, right? And um, he said, well, he said, when you discover what you'd be willing to be run out of town for, then you have, like, basically you have your direction. Like, you know that that direction is the direction to be going in. Um, because, you know, when you when you put yourself out there, um, it's super scary, right? And if it, you don't put yourself out there for something that you really believe in, that you, i.e., would be willing to get run out of town for, um, then it's super hard to stay in it as the winds, come, you know, the winds and the rains and the storms come at you. Because anytime you create anything worthwhile, there's going to be this sort of other energy that shows up. And you know, I was talking to, um, I think I was talking to a friend the other day, and. I was sharing with her that question and how it's really um, kind of swirled around in me for years. And this Live Your Magic event is the first thing that I went, this is what I'd be willing to get run out of town for, like for real, you know. And so, and, you know, kind of coming back to the topic of magic, um, I just have this, I just have this, like, ferocity of, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's just like, I am going to be the space of it. I am going to speak it. I'm going to scream it from the rooftops. I am going to be it no matter what. Like, it's, there's, I don't know what it is or why it is, but it's just grabbed me by the balls. And I feel like, kind of like our copy says, it's like, what if, because we've put magic on the back burner. We've made it be the stuff of fairy tales and we've made it be the stuff of movies and not the stuff of our lives. But why Why do you think that Harry Potter books and movies outsold like everything on the planet for like 10 years running? You know, it's because we want to believe. It's because somewhere inside of us we do believe and somewhere inside us we do know. And, you know... Kind of like what you were talking about earlier, hon, about, you know, like you've been focusing on the dot magic and, and then, you know, like, um, and in process land and like trying to push through everything instead of going, okay, like, what, you know, how can I call in magic? Like, is there a place to just step out of it here? And I had this awesome experience this weekend of basically like having this energetic, experience of going into huge collapse like probably one of the most challenging weekends of ever in my whole world right and like trying to I was found myself trying to talk through it with a friend and like it just I was just swirling it and he's like shut up (laughs) he puts me on this table and he takes out this Tibetan bowl and just starts rimming it right over my body and within five minutes, I was in the most blissed out space, the most expanded space. And I was like, 
oh my God, I've been like processing my ass off for two months. Like, you know, and just like, oh, I have to talk about this. Oh, I have to feel this. Oh, oh, more talking, more feeling. Ah! <laughs> how do you really feel about it, though? I mean, like, I just, <laughs> how do you really feel about it? I have feelings, sweetie. I do. Have some feelings. And so, yeah, and so to be able to have an experience of taking this beautiful thing that just produces sound and all you do is like kind of bang it and it changes your whole energetic field. Uh-huh. Really? Uh-huh. Really? Hello? You know, is that, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about with regards to magic. Like when, um, when I looked at, I, I get this uh, email, it's called full moon, um, full moon shamanism or something like that. And it, and it talks about sort of the energetics of the planet and kind of what it means and all that. And then I showed this to you, Suzanne, and said, May, the month of instability. I'm like, great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, goodness. I you're, you're, I, you're, go ahead. Well, and I... I lost my thought for just a minute. You sound you sound like you're dying over there. You really you really do. People she's not dying. She just has a chest cold. Um but That's true. I am not dying. Yeah. Um apparently your body's doing some detoxing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. from all but, of the, from all of the unwinding. Yes, from all of the unwinding. But yeah. Um so when I, I did, so when I, go ahead. <laughs> Let me finish that thought. Please I finish. was going somewhere. It really was, and the pause helped me. The pause helped me gather it back. So when I read that, I was like, okay, so we've just spent two months, sort of looking at all of the structures we have established that limit us, or um, constrict us, or are like comfort zones. Like, in every single area of our life, like, people, when we do a radio show, we do a radio show. Like, we don't just, like, talk about shit. Like, we're doing everything we're talking about on these shows, you know? And um, so I read this month of instability, and I'm like, quite frankly, I think I, I think we're screwed. Like, you know, I don't know what else to say. And that's that was the moment that I knew that I was going to have to be more magical than ever. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. because the the answer or the way through in stable times or times of big change is not structure is not linear it's not if you you go there you will get it's like um I think it would be like trying to uh you know trying to get through a storm on a dinghy you know like kind of you know clinging to that and it's like to me, the magic is this these unseen forces in ourselves, this power, this potency in our being and in the earth and in the universe that are there for us to actually create a new reality with because this reality is no longer working as it is set up. And for most people, those structures are getting blown apart right now. We're not the only ones. We're... Like, everybody in our lives is going through something like this. 
And this is the most important thing I think we could be doing is bringing in the magic because if we hold on to the structures that are basically getting blown up, we're going to go, we're going down. We're going down with the Titanic, people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I'm sure. And it's it's good that I was able to get all the way through that. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I I do uh, like what Master Joseph said in the chat room um, because he was at Live Your Magic here in Salt Lake City and he was saying that he doesn't feel like there's been he hasn't been feeling the magic since um, since magic school ended and since Live Your Magic ended um, and wondering you know like did we all top out and um, you know saying that. You know, he tends to process too, just like we've been doing. But to to um, kind of hold on to the knowing that uh, he can get magic back whenever he chooses, and that it helps and that it works. Um, and I think that's really cool. I feel like I've been there too. You know, where it's like there's some moments where it just doesn't, where life just doesn't feel magical at all, at all. It feels frickin' intense as hell. And yet in that moment, you can still choose. You can still choose to buy into um, into that belief or you can choose something else. It's still a choice. Um, so thanks for your comment about that, Joseph, because I feel that very much resonates for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, um, in our, uh, Suzanne and I, are in the Access Consciousness sort of maestro group, which is a group of us that is um, mentoring and learning with being here, uh, one of the co-founders of Access Consciousness, about um, this type of energy work that he does called, um, well, ESB, ESB, and SOP. And the thing that he has really been driving into our world, this whole time since we became maestros is that basically kind of anybody can be strong in the good times you know like it's sort of this like oh cool like everything's going good cool i can be powerful because everything's going good right and he's like you know the 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 refiner's fire the the really when you when you start pulling up that big potency, that big magic within yourself. It is the ability to be the eye of the storm. It is the ability to be magic when everything is falling apart around you. And 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 that, in my world, like what I'm aware of, is that that's actually the moment when the new reality is getting created, is when you are creating your potency in the midst of the fire, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the breakdown, when you go, no, (laughs) you know, I am not going to collapse under this. I am going to choose my magic. I'm going to choose greater. And whatever that is for you that helps you cross that bridge. Like for me, the, you know, my friend showing up and like doing the Tibetan bowl on me was that moment where I realized, wait, I have the capacity to choose something entirely different right now, right? And so what is it for you that helps you, what magic tool do you have 
or tools do you have that you can remind yourself that you can choose your power, that you can choose your potency, um, even if it takes you 10 minutes or an hour or two hours. Like every time you come back to your potency, every time you come back to your magic, right, you, you strengthen it. And what is that for you? Like for you, hun, I like I I want you to share um like what you've been doing like with nature and stuff. Like like how you use that to return to magic. Yeah, cool. I'd love to do that. And I think we've got to go on break first. So you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird and we'll be back and I'll share how magic um in nature helps me come back to me and how I find that. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. Um, so we're talking about returning to magic, um, which for me is very, I think you actually for both of us, but I'll just speak for myself, that, um, you know, for, that I have really let go of my own knowing or knowledge of magic or my own quest for magic in the last couple of months um, because so much has been changing in my world. But what I would say is that um, one thing that's been very much almost like a touchstone for me, <clears throat> which a touchstone is like um, something that you come back to again and again and again that helps you know who you are, like helps you come back to you. Um, and when you're in massive transition and change, touchstones can be so powerful. Um, 
to to make to almost show your nervous system and your body that you're okay, that no matter what's happening in your world, that you're okay. And so nature has been that for me. Um, you know, I've shared on the show that I went through this whole kind of shamanic process where I let go of my own mother um, as my mother, and I connected in with Mother Earth as my mother. Um, and And so on a daily basis, I have been going out into nature, um, smelling the flowers, like hugging trees, like actually getting into trees, sitting in trees for like, you know, half an hour, an hour. Like I've been going up to, you know, the cemetery that we go up to a lot and communing with the deer, um, laying on the grass, um, you know, being in the sun and feeling the rays of the sun. Like this weekend being in um, San Francisco, like um listening to the waves of the ocean, sitting at uh, on the sand, just putting my fingers in the sand, like getting very, um, almost like having visceral body experiences with, um, with nature as a way to connect into what feels really safe and what feels like me. Um, and there's been so much magic in that. You know, it's kind of like the butterfly example um, that I gave earlier as far as just randomly there's these two monarch butterflies playing and dancing with each other. Um, you know, a couple um, – we were in Florida, and there were these um, – birds that were <laughs> skydiving they were going down from the sky into the water uh almost synchronistically to get like food um and it was incredible watching them you know like i've taken videos of little ducks like baby ducks you know because they're just waddling with their mama across the road and it 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 feels so magical to me and it creates so much like safety and space and a place for me to come back to me. So, um, so that's been my experience with nature. And honestly, I feel like that it has been the thing that has, um, that has, I mean, it might sound dramatic, but that has saved me. Um, you know, like the last couple months have been the hardest months of my life. Um, so it's been an incredible gift to have, um, nature as my, as my mother and as magical, um, as a, as a place of magic for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that that's, I appreciate you sharing that so openly and vulnerably and because I think that, I think you know when when you're like visible like us right when you're coaches and you're in front of the world saying hey i i have some something that might help your life go better and then you know when we're going through things um you know it's like i think people look at us and go oh you're real people you know you actually have things that you go through and i think that it's so important because i think a lot of the a lot of the teachers, leaders, coaches, they kind of show up as, I've always got my shit together all the time, right? But I feel like, to me, it's like um, the real test, I think, of of like consciousness is what do you do when things are falling apart? How do you show up? What do you choose? Again, we all choose pretty good when the times are going well. 
you know, it's like, well, what do we do in those other times? And to, and for you to be willing to go, yeah, like, I'm, I feel like I'm falling apart over here and like, I'm grabbing onto a tree just to go like, you know, to try to find some semblance of myself, you know, and, but the thing about it is, is that what's so beautiful about nature is that it's, it's everywhere. Like, it's everywhere. I mean, Master Joseph said, you know, is there something that we can do to clear this idea that um, magic is only there in the good times, right? And that if things are going bad, that magic is left, like the quote-unquote skittish lover that I've talked about before. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that when we go through things, when we go through, like, letting go of old structures, or we go through uh, a death, or, or things that are are challenging, um, what tends to happen, what we've been taught and trained to do is to collapse ourselves, is to collapse our energy, to come to, to just like shut down. Well, what happens when we go into the collapse is we go into a, a space of shutting out anything and everything that could possibly support us, mm-hmm. right? And so... One of the things that I believe that we need to do to return to magic is we've got to get really clear when I collapse, right? When I pull my energy in, what is it that I can do to bring my energy back out? Because when you bring your energy back out is when you can now receive from anything and everything, from nature, from your your um, spiritual team, from your friends. But I have been... I have been very, um, I, I have been very, I don't want to say the word guilty because like that's not where I want to go. But, you know, I, I feel like I have been the, the worst offender of I'm in pain and I'm, I, and I isolate. That's the first thing I go to is isolation, right? It's like I go away from my friends, I go away from spiritual support, and I just like basically kind of collapse inside myself. Well, in that place, how much magic am I able to to receive in that collapsed zone? What, what is even available there? When I make my feelings more vital, valuable, and real than magic, and maybe that's the clearing, right? So anywhere and everywhere that you have made your feelings, your emotional reactions, more vital, valuable, and real than magic, can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. So in that... Well, and um, I'd, also, I'd also like to add to that, like everywhere that you've made survival, you know, like not even just feelings. I mean, um, we have, you and I have some kind of different opinions about feelings, um, but I would say survival because like hard times are like you're in survival mode. So everywhere that you've made survival more vital, valuable, and real than the magic that you truly be so that you can actually thrive in this in this world, in your life, in creating your life, could we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys, and beyond. So, um, you know, this weekend... Um, you were at this sort of angel reading thing, right? And mm-hmm. you put my name in for a blessing, and the lady that was facilitating said something about she couldn't find me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that, and her read on me was that my fear 
was keeping out any and all support and any and all connection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's actually really stuck with me, especially in light of ha- having these simple tools, these simple moments where I go from that collapsed space into an open space of receiving and the power and potency that is always there for us to tap, for us to return to. And, you know, and in that, like, you know, calling on an angel, a team member, uh, um, and a team member is like, um, you might know it as guides, right? Like um, guardian angels spirit or whatever. Guide. Mm-hmm. Huh? A spirit guide is another way to say spirit. that. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it's so interesting to me, the more I keep choosing to receive, to receive the support and the magic and the gifts that are all around me, the stronger I become. And it's like you with the butterflies, hon, it's such a simple moment. But if you didn't receive that moment, you could continue to insist that magic did not exist and that your world sucked. Right. And so I think there's also a noticing and willingness to notice like what's in front of you, what's in front of you right now that could contribute to your potency, that could contribute to your magic like right now. Right. And, you know, the the reason, you know, I, I I'm aware that we have differing ideas about feelings, but I think that we could both agree that that's not what should be running the show. That the feelings that have us not notice the magic that's right in front of us is where we go into destruct mode, right? And so looking at, okay, so I'm having a hard time. You know, my kid is an addict. My my husband's leaving me. My mom died. Like, whatever it is, but to go, okay, what could I receive right now from the universe? What magic is right here, right now from the universe? And what magic is this event? That's the other thing, right? Is we tend to look at something that's happening as right, wrong, good, bad, right? And we go, oh, gosh, this thing, it's so hard. I can't believe it. Instead of going, well, what magic is this that I haven't been willing to receive? What magic is this experience? What magic is this moment? that I haven't been willing to receive and everything that doesn't allow that can we uncreate and destroy it. Yeah. <clears throat> right, right. Bad pot and pock all nine boys short and beyond. Yeah, it was it was really cool doing this angel night, um, because this woman is a channeler and she actually channeled um Archangel Michael. Um and his message was so interesting um, and apparently this is a really rare thing for Archangel Michael to come in. Um, the group had only seen, the long timers of the group had only seen this happen like one other time. Um, and he, he was talking about, um, fear and the merry-go-round of fear and that we're on these horses and these kind of creatures on this merry-go-round of fear and we don't feel free. We feel bound. Um, we feel constricted. We feel, um, small. We feel like we're just stuck in our shit going around and around and around and around. And so his message was to kind of like, uh, like 
almost, you know, the pole that's on the merry-go-round that's holding the horse that you're on. Um, he was like, kind of like unlock that pole, unleash that pole and like fly your creature out into or your horse out into the world. You know what I mean? So he's basically just saying like, get off of the merry-go-round of fear. Um, and it was just so interesting to kind of see that visual of, you know, because I mean, going around and around on a merry-go-round makes me dizzy. Um, but like the feeling of like un unlocking from that pole and like flying out to the universe felt like so fun and it felt like so much magic um, in that moment, just even visioning it, you know. And then it was so funny because then I'm in San Francisco, you know, the 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 next day and there's a merry-go-round. You know what I mean? That's like right there in front of me, reminding me of, you know, I can choose into this merry-go-round of fear or I can choose something else. So, you know, I can I can choose to see what is actually possible. So, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you that there that emotions or feelings, especially when you get stuck in them and when you wallow in them and when they're running you um are are not very useful um and that there's there's a way out there's always a choice to um to kind of get stuck in the merry go round or to choose something different and i think it's a practice we're so used to making our feelings so relevant and important right it's like but i'm feeling sad right now you know and it's like the thing about it is, I think that the, one of the things that I really learned when I was mentoring with Gay and Katie Hendricks, because they're very much about teaching people how healthy ways to be with their emotions, is that in any that that emotion is just creative energy that mostly has been misidentified and misapplied, and because we attach a story to it, and that every energy that's coming through our being, all the sensations that are coming through our being can be used to create, can be used to facilitate, can be used to, you know, open doors. Like I, I, um, some of my most profound spiritual experiences have been in the face of the most intense feeling energies, right? Like death and things like that, where you all of a sudden open into this light space of oneness or whatever that it is. And it's like, really, it's like, to me, part of the returning to magic is being at choice in every moment, is being, and when you forget that you're at choice, then you remember and you choose, right? It's, I'm not saying that I do this every time. I, as I said, I did quite a bit of wallowing myself this weekend. And but, and, but um, I, I believe that we're practicing, like learning how to take any and every energetic experience, whether we're calling it awareness or emotion or feeling energy or whatever it is, and actually create with it, that's when we become the wizards. That's when we become the magicians because it doesn't matter what energy is up that we, we trust ourselves to create with it. We trust ourselves to express, to actually create higher ground, to build something out of that to make lemonade out of lemons, so to speak. <laughs> I, I, I noticed I was waxing poetic, so I decided I would make fun of myself. 
All right. Well, we're going to go on break, you know, uh, with that with that poetic last statement. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll be back in a moment. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're talking about returning to magic in the face of fear. And it is quite relevant for a lot of people, including us. So... And it's really good to teach this stuff because then it helps us remember <laughs> and it helps us practice. So, mm-hmm. Well, you know, we always teach what we most need to learn. That's and I true. think, you know, sure. after, um, oh gosh, like I taught this um, class for 15 years called Life Skills. And, you know, yes, every time a topic was up, that was up in my life because the universe was saying, asking me to be responsible for what I was sharing, what I was teaching, for what I was telling other people they could have and they could be. And, you know, and it was, that part's really challenging. We talked about the challenging part of doing a series on, you know, blowing up your constructs and what you go through and such a thing. But I think the gift of one of my pieces of magic is that um, no matter what, no matter what else is happening, if I have a client, I'm going to step through the small me to get to the big me. And in that, I get to practice and to see that it's a choice. That it's always a choice. Like if 
<laughs> I don't know if you ever had this experience, but like my mom would be just yelling and screaming and like, Bleh! right. And like, it was like the end of the world. Like the Armageddon was happening and the phone would ring and she'd be like, hello. philosophical, but I really believe that there are so many dynamic changes occurring right now on this planet. We're being asked to create a different reality, a new reality, beyond war, beyond right and wrong and good and bad. And in part, in order to be able to do that, we're going to have to undo the structures that we're calling safe and comfortable. And in order to do that, like if, if you're going to play that game from your fear self, you're going to drown. Like to me, like we have got to return to magic. We've got to, we've got to make a practice of those things that those um, moments, those choices that empower us and bring us back to that potency and that magic that we really are so that we can like surf the tsunami and not get like plowed over in the tsunami because there's so much change happening. There's so much instability. And and I don't know anybody who feels stable right now. Do you, hon? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how cool is that? We're all in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same boat. And there's 
was a freaking tsunami. <laughs> you know what, though? It reminds me of that scene in, um, oh, gosh, what's that? What's the movie with Tom Hanks? Um, stupid is as stupid does. Um, um, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. And when, yeah, when the when the other guy, his friend that he saved from the war that lost his legs, and they're on the boat, um, they're on their shrimp boat, and they're in the storm, and he's like up on the highest thing, and the storm is raging, you know, and he is like yelling and like kind of screaming and like leaning in and being like, yeah, like, let's do this, right? Like, do you remember that scene? Um, I love it, that scene. It's my favorite. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel like is the opportunity here of, like, this shitstorm of a life, these crazy energies that are all around, you know, and it's this massive, massive storm, and you're in this little boat, you know, but he's, like, up at the top of it, you know, basically saying, like, bring it, bring it, you know, Um it's like such an incredible moment, I think. And I've, I've often thought about that. I've often been like, okay, how can I lean into this? Cause how can I, I mean, cause he is like ecstatically happy, a little crazy, but like ecstatically happily, like in the storm, you know? And so how, how can I lean in to my own storm and maybe have a little bit more fun with it, you know, and maybe get a little bit more crazy and maybe go all out and full force, you know, with it. And how can that be a metaphor for us in in this kind of uncertain, unstable time, you know? Well, one of the things that I got, and this is another sort of a piece of my magic and a piece of what fortifies me um, to be able to see the possibility of choosing magic in every moment is play and fun and joy. And I had this realization in just that moment of having that bowl change my whole state of being in two minutes. And I realized, what the crap am I doing? Um, the other day I had a, I, I went with my friend and I had a full Tibetan bowl session. And I was just like really feeling just so amazing. And, I noticed that as I was driving my car that I was starting to sing these really silly songs and like the I was just duh, 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 and I had this moment where I realized I hadn't done that for a really long time and you know that about me that like when when I'm when I'm happy Megan like I am like the silliest goofiest thing on the planet like I am making up stupid songs I'm like you know like talking to strangers and singing on my on my scooter as I drive about town um and I was like oh my gosh like I forgot about my play I forgot about my joy and my lightness and like I just had this moment of like getting fierce about that like no matter what I'm having fun you know and so I've started declaring process free zones in our home and and it's really funny because like and then I break the process free zone and then you have to remind me this is a process free zone and like but I'm telling you like I am like I when I'm in that place I can surf uncertainty and that's what I want to ask the listeners is like what is it that when you what place do you go where you surf uncertainty. What is that place? Is it spiritual? Like for some people, it might be meditation. 
For some people, it might be nature. For some people, it might be a synagogue or whatever, right? But wh where is it that you go where you can surf uncertainty? And, like, and cultivate that fiercely. Like, choose it fiercely. Because it's like in the face of a tsunami, right? You've got to get, you've got to be aligned with that which allows you to surf it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Was that. Good. that was so good. <laughs> Shit, girl. <laughs> That's called universal wisdom channeled through Megan. Right? <laughs> love it. So um, we we've mentioned at the beginning of the show that we have a live your magic coming up in Dallas. We have been talking about this. Um, it's June 9th through the 11th. So, you know, if you guys are like wherever you are, it's probably time to look at plane tickets to see um, about going to Dallas for live your magic. Um, we did this event in Salt Lake city. It was incredible. Um, the link with all the information is on the replay page. Do you, we have about a minute left. Do you want to talk about, like, are you feeling into the Dallas event? Do you know, like, how that's kind of the energies of that yet? Like, it, every single one is different. So, um, yeah, what, what do you want to say about that? I think the Dallas event is going to be pure magic. Um, it was crazy. I zoomed into one of the hosts was doing a bars trade in Dallas. And I, I zoomed in to give him a little taste of Live Your Magic. And there was a woman in there that she had been, she had always felt like Dallas had a magic that it was trying to open to. And she didn't know how to get there or what was going to happen. And she just said, I, I created you to come here. And when I did my molecular infusion process, oh, shoot, I got to hurry. Okay, um, this energy opened up in, in Dallas of like the, some magical elementals and some magic there. And it's just, I just think it's going to be pure freaking fun and magic. That's what I know so far. So join us in Dallas and we'll be back next week, Wednesday with a topic. We don't know yet what it will be. Surfboard. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.